Hello, Elvis. Only fools worship, but I can't fall in love with you. Hello and welcome to a special podcast from Camden Community Radio about homelessness. That's Bonnie and I'm Freddie. And we've both made podcasts about homelessness for Camden Community Radio in the past. I made a series a few years ago talking to people who are on the streets in Camden. And Bonnie, uh, the final episode of the wonderful Humans of Camden series uh, ended with a question asking people uh, in the borough what they thought about homelessness. Yes, and I volunteer at Streets Kitchen, which is a very well-known grassroots organisation in Camden Town. And at Streets Kitchen, I heard about an event called Streets Fest, which they were running with Islington Council and various other local organisations. So we went along to find out more. We did. Streets Fest is an annual day-long festival in Finsbury Park which provides services, raises awareness and demonstrates solidarity with people who've become homeless. It's a party with added housing advice, a sexual health checkup, liver testing, an x-ray van, meditation sessions, music, three DJs, and yep. So, the, oh, sorry, no, I cut you off. No, no, no. no you say, say a barbecue. <laughs> and a barbecue. There was a barbecue. <laughs> so, let's take you back to an evening in September as the summer light begins to fade on Finsbury Park and a gaggle of people who are gathered around a barbecue in high vis serving food with music blasting out from the undergrowth all around and what you couldn't miss was slap bang in the middle of the park two double-decker buses. So to find out why these buses were here we spoke to Dan, the man the man responsible. Dan the man. Yeah. Dan the man. Dan the bus man. <laughs> Tell me a bit about yourself and how yeah, Buses sure. for Homeless started. Um, so, so yeah, um, I've been building buses and coaches for, for the last six years now. Um, one day I walked into our yard and saw a man sleeping rough underneath the coach. And, and that he was a friend. He was 68 at the time. He had three dogs, which he named kids. Um, and he fell on hard times and, and couldn't get supported housing. Um, so when I, when I saw him sleeping rough where you put your luggage in a coach that literally broke my heart so later that day I went out we brought him a bus kitted it out and he lived in that for two years um, but that and having done a lot more research on the street homelessness and, and things it led to um, me thinking that we can do a much bigger uh, this on a much bigger scale which is where the buses for homeless um, project comes in and so it's four buses at the moment? Yep, so we've got four buses very generously donated by Stagecoach, as well as this one What we're on is the wellness bus, which was donated by Bathroom Takeaway. So we've got an eating, sleeping, learning and well-being space on double-decker buses. Um, so what we're trying to do is provide a three-month intensive rehabilitation program in order to take these people from the streets um, uh, kind of uh, help identify the root cause of how and why they've become homeless in the first place um, and do a lot of healing, um, yoga, reiki, meditation. We're just about to have sound therapy gongs uh, for the first ever time on the bus today which is super exciting. But then once we find that root cause then um, put them back together with as much love, support, coping mechanisms as possible and then move them on to the learning bus which is just behind us where we'll teach them soft and vocational skills um, in order to re-engage them back into employment, education or help them set up their own business. 
What I liked about Dan's approach, which is quite unusual, um, I think, to 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 focus no, on yeah, definitely. meditation. And oh, I healing. thought you meant the buses. Well, the buses, but also <laughs> the the kind of holistic focus. I, I guess what I liked about that is that it treats people who are homeless, um, who've become homeless, like anyone else, um, in that it offers them lots of different things they could choose from. Right, so their... it's not just handing out uh, a sandwich and a hot drink. Yeah, so I, I think the sandwich and hot drink are really important. And, sure. and Dan, what, what, what's nice about the buses is that they address the basic needs as well with somewhere to stay, uh, shelter, food, and so on. But it's, it's not just that. It's also, well, what else are you, what, what are you interested in? What might you find helpful? Just like anyone would, if like you, you'd ask anyone, what are your support systems? What makes you feel good? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. It 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 reminds me of the crisis at Christmas approach, which is uh, like a week long event or a week long um, project all around the country where uh, shelters are open that support people who've become homeless during Christmas when most things are closed, and they don't stop at just food and drink and somewhere to sleep. They have a party as well. It's like, a, a, and they have like dentistry, podiatry, all sorts of things. Probably too much information. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> lovely. Do people? I guess people. Do you think that this is um, like? Does everyone agree broadly that, that that this is the right approach to take? That like, is it just a matter of funding that we don't have? That this isn't how we treat homelessness. I'm not sure. I think it depends on. Um, I think there is a lot of stigma about homelessness, and I think that uh, it's it's often people think, well, someone's uh, they just need to get a job or get clean from drugs and alcohol or, or get a roof above their head. But actually what Dan's saying, I think, is that you need to sort of really say, well, what's happened in your life and what's what's wrong and what's missing and how can we help um, in a more broad way rather than just, like, you're homeless so you obviously need this or that. So uh, at this point, I went off into the trees to record some music and wild dancing. But Bonnie, you kept having uh, more meaningful conversations. And uh, you met someone who uh, actually has been homeless, has now come off the streets and has joined Dan's team uh, helping on the buses. And uh, so this was a chap called Jason. Yeah, yeah, today's been beautiful, um, you know, coming today to, to, to the homeless um, um, event was amazing. I was homeless myself um, four months ago and, um, you know, what's happened in my, in my life today is it's amazing, you know, I've tur- turned it around. I was, I was uh, four months ago, I was in the grip of addiction, I was truly brought onto my knees, you know, I lost my wife, my house, my children. Um, you know, it was completely destroyed. Um, you know, I found God. God saved me, gave me another chance at life again. And, um, you know, it's been onwards and upwards ever since. I now, I'm, I'm now rehoused. I'm now clean from drugs and alcohol for four months. Um, I work now. Dan has kindly given me a job on buses, buses for homeless. 
where um, you know it's just amazing. I have a job now. I have my little girl back in my life. I've got a roof over my head. I've got food in the fridge. What more can I ask for? And today to come to something like this and you know be involved and 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 you know it's truly truly amazing. That is an yeah. incredible story. Yeah. yeah. Well, what can you tell me? What do, what do you what was the thing that really changed things for you? You said everything well, what, turned around. Well, what what it was 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 just me listening listening taking advice from 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 people who cared um i got a sponsor i go to aa meetings daily um i sit down on a chair and listen and 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 take suggestions and uh all that kind of stuff helped me and then you know eating well going to the gym um you know it's all part of uh, recovery yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i'm really yeah. interested in peer support and like mm. those that that kind of model I guess because I, I think it's easier to relate to someone well I think you can relate to anyone but I think ha- knowing someone who's gone through a similar thing is so powerful of course it is. Yeah. there's many situations that someone can find themselves homeless mm-hmm. you know I mean I had it all I'm telling you, I had an office in Canada Square in Canary Wolf on the 37th floor. I had um, a fleet of vans. I had staff that I managed. I'd, I was working for the biggest estate agents in London. You know, I had, a, I had a house with four children, my wife, my dog. You know, I had the Range Rover. I had, you know, they come with success. Yeah. They come with success. But, again, it's easy to lose it all yeah. because you get caught up in whether it's you know whether it's problems within the household whether it's through drug and alcohol you know there's many things that you people can get caught up in but you know if you if if if, if you let that manifest in yourself on a date you know then it's going to ruin you so you need to kind of get support you need to be around you know people that have know been there seen it done it and get that kind of support from that, from from who you can, and, and try and get hold of whatever's going on in your head yeah. at that time to try and curb it. Because yeah. you know, next thing you could, you know, be, be find yourself sleeping on the streets yeah. and not knowing nothing. Yeah. I think that's so important for people to hear because mm. there are so many perceptions or stigmas mm. about well, like, uh, well, on, only only certain people become homeless or whatever. But really, it can happen mm. to anyone if, if like it's it's life goes a few of twists course. and we anyone any of, of us course. could be in that of situation. Course. Of course. Yeah. I I really like the atmosphere at Streets Fest. Um, it was slightly surreal. It was kind of. Uh, the light, as you said, the light was fading, and there was all this ambient noise, different DJs and musicians, uh, random instruments all over the place, um, and lots of people talking to each other who who seemed like they were new new encounters. Um, yeah, no, it reminded me of um, it reminded me of a kind of carnival when you were young, and definitely the end of the day at the carnival. But there's still things going on, but spread out all across this field, and there was sort of commuters weaving through the what was going on, and not quite sure what was happening, but kind of curious. And everywhere you looked, there was something different happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was it was cool, and it was also I found it quite moving and quite t- like nice that that sort of heartening that all these people had come together um to help each other and um yeah to just connect and i think that was you could really feel it in the air it was it was that that nice positive vibe. yeah yeah positive vibe <laughs> 
having a good day here today yeah. and the weather has been great for the day and seems everybody enjoying themselves between music still going on even half seven in the evening coming on to eight o'clock where else would you get that yeah. and all free and everybody happy no rows no arguments oh crikey one moment sir what would you like uh, do you know can i have a zero on the sides please yeah zero and just leave the top like bushy as it is sir leave the top bushy there we go so i'm going to cut all you right. down on the sides yeah, and then see what happens yeah, see how you feel zero. you say zero but we'll see hi my name is mojo and i am a street barber today the difference with my soup kitchen is that um we do grooming as well so i call it groove groom and grub i imagine like um you give a lot of um joy to people right doing this you know what i must admit I find that there's more joy in doing this than actually giving out the food. Do you know what's so good about an haircut? I come out of here, I feel like I'm starting refreshed. All myself is cleansed. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I'm yeah. starting again. Yeah. You, it mark, does you mark life out in the haircuts you've had. You know, new haircut, new start new or something. New start, new start. That's yeah. exactly what I mean. This yeah, is yeah, what yeah. this is about. Hi. What's your name? Pete Gas. So can you tell me about this event today, what, what it's all about? Well, I could tell you what brought me here. Massive yeah. illegal eviction by Islington's PFI council housing after a 20-year, quote, secure tenancy. I've been trying to get a film out of the whole thing. Can you tell me a little bit about what happened to you, so for, oh, if, if you want? In my case, had the misfortune had the council housing in my town, PFI privatised, Got the tenancy officer from hell who didn't really dig my computer geek lifestyle and despite running a clean drug free little place it did everything in her power to shut me down i had to stay with a crack addicted rock star so me and the cat had some house room i'm currently staying with a, a ghost hunter and heavy metal fan who's fine but some of his friends are a bit too much it's been a wild exile and uh, it's been about three years now total ruin in my workshop lost about 100 grand worth of equipment everything i bought with my hands only picture of mum hence the publicity in the film and, oh gosh, it sounds like really you've been through a real horrible time. So frankly, of the tenants and residents of Islington. And uh, unfortunately, the count, this is a box of worms the council don't want to look into, hence the film. Uh, so how can people support it? Uh, please, either just get on my Facebook, Peak Gas London. It's peakgaslondon at gmail.com. Uh, my whole exile story is there. And soon we're going to be launching a modest crowdfund to pay for camera equipment. That was Pete Gass, one of uh, many interesting people I spoke to um, that evening at, at Streets Fest. You see the word homelessness so many times um, at the moment. It, it's ever present in the media in London. And I think you can become quite desensitized to what it really means. Yeah. And also, if you don't talk to people, uh, it's hard to understand what it means. Um, and I spoke to uh, an older guy who was there who has been on and off the streets for years. Um, and he was uh, he was an amazing character. He had a huge, big white beard with nicotine yellow patches all around the lips. Uh, he had a lovely voice, I thought, and he was really happy to talk to me um, about his experience. The smallest thing, I mean, just the smallest thing, you know, finding someone to go to the toilet, you know, getting something hot to drink, you know, just the, the things that we, you know, we take for granted. I mean, there's always been entrenched homeless people who like being, you know, like being out on the street, you know, like, 
Yeah, right. They have. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We, we read but, about. I mean, like, now I read that. there's so many people who don't want to be out on the street at all, and they've got no choice. You know, winter's coming. I mean, you know, it's relatively livable to be out on the street in the summer, but you know, next month, come next month, or you know, it's not going to be fun at all. There must be a horrible feeling. Yeah. If you are, I mean, you must know what is that yeah, well, feeling. No, I've been there. I've been there, done it. You know, I mean, it's, it is a awful. You know empty feeling you know what to wake up or just when uh, this time of year when you know it's coming or when you wake up in the winter well when when you wake every every morning when if you wake up literally if you wake up i guess it's just hard to kind of um yeah it must be is that is that the most depressing part of the day if you were going to pick a most depressing part of the day like kipping down or is it just actually having so much dead time on your hands the whole thing is depressing you know i mean not being a you know Sometimes you got you might go for days and days, you know. Without speaking of the soul, you know, you're got you've got people all around you, but you're invisible. So if you're listening and you want to help, there are plenty of opportunities and things you can do. Perhaps the most important thing, uh, as we heard from lots of people we spoke to today, is to stop and have a chat with someone because it's lonely being out there on, on your own, and especially as we just heard from. Yeah. I thought that was really nice. He said that um, that it makes such a di- that it can really make a difference if people just stop and talk to you, uh, alleviate the loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's good to know that that's something that actually makes a difference. Yeah, and it's a great starting point as well because you can ask what would be helpful. What's what's what are you missing? Um, like Dan with his approach, every, everyone, anyone, we're all humans. We all have our special idiosyncrasies. So one person might be helpful to. Um, connect them to somewhere they can stay, but someone else might want to go and do art in a church. With there's a there's a local church that does art outreach groups for people who are homeless. So it's it's totally individual. Yeah, I guess stopping and chatting can actually be a bit daunting, depending on what your personality is like. Um, uh, I know I find it difficult, but so there are lots of organisations you can join and help and kind of have a bit more support and guidance in how you're going to do that. For instance, uh, the one you're part of, famous yeah, Streets, Streets Kitchen, Kitchen. who organised this, uh, fant- helped organise this really good event. And yeah, they're kind of iconic for anyone who uh, knows Camden Town well. So I th- my experience of Streets Kitchen, the great, the, the best thing about it was um, I I just turned up and said, what can I do to help? And there were lots of people there who'd been doing some things to help for a long time and they could direct me and help me and support me when whenever things came up or when I when I felt like maybe I'm not doing enough or what could I do differently. Um, so I, I felt really supported to then be able to have conversations with people and learn a bit more about about what what is what people need and what what could be helpful get involved in streets kitchen if you've got time on your hands come and volunteer we always need workers hopefully our shelter will be open soon we need volunteers for that as well so yeah come and get involved and if someone wanted to get involved when they listen to this what would be the best thing for them to do um i would say go on our various facebook groups we've got uh, streets kitchen on there from there you can get links to everywhere else all our other organizations the streets vet haircuts for homeless various organizations but it, once you get onto one it'll all just link in so yeah and if they're a bit nervous they've never done any volunteering before what might they expect we'll start somewhere just be open, be friendly, and you'll go far. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. 
and yeah, I've been involved with Streets Kitchen for the last month. So I've randomly saw, uh, saw them in Camden, and I was like, what are you guys doing? And I really liked their cause. What, what were they doing? What did you see them doing? So uh, it was outside the station, and I saw them uh, basically feeding like a, a huge line of people. Um, and I asked what it was. So you went up to them and said, what are you guys doing? How can I get involved? What, what happened next? So they told me just uh, be here at 7, 7.30. Uh, they're there every Wednesday, Friday and Sunday, I think. And, and they also told me to follow their Facebook group. So, you know, when you join that, which I think is an open group, you can get all the information there. But it's pretty standard, really. It's like specific hours, specific times and uh, specific places. Um, so, yeah, it was very easy. And I think the day before I volunteered for the first time, I, I sent a message to John uh, Glackin. And basically I was like, you know, what do I need to do? And he was, he said, just show up. That was it. Yeah. That's amazing. And so you got straight involved. Yes. And then when you were, so what, what are you actually doing when you're there? So um, you can, so I think it's, there's two sort of roles uh, unofficially. So you either, you know, hand out food or, you know, serve it or um, sort of restock the piles because there's like, you have a table and then you have the, the stock behind and things from the table, you know, would run out and you help with the repacking, restocking and all of that. So yeah, those two things. But it's really, really great. There's uh, regular vol volunteers there and then other people that, you know, I see new people every week. And it's very, very nice. Like I think, uh, so something that stands out to me was um, there was this guy, uh, we will helping him you know serving him food and basically he was telling us that he spent last weekend at the hospital and it was his birthday weekend so um, at the end of, the, um, of of that we all sang happy birthday to him and it was like the sweetest thing because you know he didn't get to experience like any sort of celebration for his birthday and that was that was very nice lovely thank you so much for telling me so, as we leave the park where the sun has now set, officially, <laughs> um, yeah, that was back in September, and uh, now we're in the mists of winter. Um, but yeah, uh, what, do you, um, what did you really take away from that event? I, I know that for me, um, when I was leaving it, uh, I think that it's, it's, there's always, it's easy to question, to feel like it's kind of hard to, for the, any of these sm small-scale uh, efforts to make a difference in such a big crisis. But um, what I definitely thought was it was great that um, the crowd that was there felt really encouraging or really good or really like the right mix of people to have if you're trying to help because there was people who were there uh, because they're part of like volunteer, that they're there to provide services. Um, but there was people who were kind of currently going to using those services so homeless people they're currently homeless but there's also a lot of people who weren't homeless but who maybe had been homeless or had a lot of friends who were homeless who were kind of so part of the community and mm -hmm. i thought that was um something that struck me that was good about it was that yeah. it, it was a kind of natural group of people that that maybe can help all help each other yeah definitely i think that that for me as well was was the biggest impression was that there was um 
like as you said, people on diff- at different stages in the same journey with different experiences and um, different things to offer in terms of support, but that everyone was getting something out of being there and amongst other people who cared. And I think that is um, really important, especially now that we... <laughs> I don't want to say anything political. But <laughs> uh, especially now, well, in, in a in a society where there is less funding for public services um we can't necessarily change that but we can turn up and do something grassroots and i think yeah that's that that's i don't know <laughs> no i mean yeah i agree yeah no it was it was it was um yeah it was it was interesting and maybe i mean will there be more events like this do you know are they going to be similar is it more streets fests or are they going to have different types of um i know crisis at Chris- crisis at Christmas I guess Mm -hmm. does bring a lot of people together Um, but yeah what else yeah so I think Streets Fest is an annual thing and and it's more and more popular and more people going so I think it will be on again next year Um, there's also loads of events that Streets Kitchen is connected with Um, there was recently an event at the Union Chapel in Islington just talking to bring people together to talk about homelessness and what we can do about it uh, which was similarly varied in terms of who was there and and what they were so there were there were the local councillors people who'd been homeless people who work for the museum of homelessness performances so i guess events to generate a similar feeling of mm. we all care what can we do um there's a new film as well um created gas <laughs> there, there, there might be a new film by Pete gas there's a film by a woman called nina who who went to one of the streets kitchen shelters a couple of years ago, or I think maybe last year, um, and she made a documentary about that grassroots shelter and how that was set up. And I think there are regular screenings of it set up by Streets Kitchen, so that will also be on the Facebook page. It's called Change Times. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, That's worth a watch. Thank you very much. I think we're going to end with uh, one last blast from uh, David Elvis, who opened us and was there uh, entertaining everyone. So... Uh, that's it from us. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. That's all right with you. That's all right with you. That's all right with you. That's all right. That's all right, mama. Anywhere you do. I'll leave in town, baby. Leave in town, sure. All that body gold, hanging around my toe. That's all right. Oh, that's all right. Oh, that's all right, mama. And where you do? I said, do, 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 do,